Okay, um, it's now time to hear the preaching of the Word of God. Um, I'm going to say a word about Kevin Hahn uh, before he comes up here. Kevin has been part of our church for a couple years now. I think uh, he started coming right before COVID, and uh, we immediately liked Kevin the day he walked in. Um, I, I really feel that there's, uh, there's about two or three people, I'm not going to say who they are, in this church that are the most likable people in this entire church. I'm not one of them, okay? But Kevin is, okay? I don't know a person in this church that doesn't like Kevin, all right? So, um, and what I appreciate about him is he has a heart for those who um, are broken. Uh, he used to be a pastor at his former church, and he just is a really faithful, loving guy. And I'm really looking forward to hearing him preach the Word of God. He's going to talk about urgency today, uh, about living wisely in, in days that are evil. Such an appropriate message for our time. And um, I just think that he's going to rightly divide the Word of God. He's going to equip us uh, for every good work through his message. And so um, let's go ahead and welcome Kevin up to uh, preach the Word of God to us. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Let's see if everybody likes me after the sermon. <laughs> so, um, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Um, today, I want to share a message about what I'm personally going through, and that is the question of what it means to walk in wisdom. Now, I'm currently in a season of transition, um, and in this season of transition, I've been given something that I haven't had in a very long time, which is a lot of free time, right? So as some of you guys know, I have a lot of free time right now, and I don't know about you guys, but in the past, when I have a lot of free time, those are the seasons where I get in a lot of trouble, right? And so I had to really ask myself, what is the wise thing to do when it comes to my time? Also in this season of transition, um, I've had to make a lot of huge life decisions, I had to really inquire of God's will. Um, I had to make decisions that was going to change what career I do, what career I pursue. I also had to ask questions such as, where should I live? Um, I was choosing between living here in California or moving to Texas. So I had to ask questions like that. I was also asking questions that maybe, maybe a lot of us are asking, like, who am I going to marry? Right? Like, God, who, who have you called on this earth for me? You know? And, um, Many of you guys might be asking those same very questions. In fact, I found out in the last few months, you guys are literally asking those questions because I found that some of you at this church care more about who I'm going to marry than even I do. Um, so what does it mean to walk in wisdom? You know, what does that mean? What does it mean to walk in wisdom in these areas of our life? If we could turn to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. And the Word of God says this. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So what does it look like to walk in wisdom? Well, the Apostle Paul gives us two ways in which we are called to walk in wisdom. 
First is to make the best use of the time. And second is to understand what the Lord's will is. So this is going to be a two-point sermon. I think everybody loves that, right? Um, so, um, yeah, so let's pray before we uh, really get into uh, God's word. God, I just thank you so much for this opportunity. Will you open our ears and our hearts to receive the word? I pray that we will leave here as believers walking in wisdom during these evil times. That first, we would make the best use of the time. And secondly, we would understand what the will of the Lord is. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so the book of Ephesians uh, is a letter written by the Apostle Paul uh, when he was imprisoned in Rome. And the book of Ephesians is really two distinct halves. The first half, chapters 1 through 3, is really about uh, the gospel message. It's a presentation of the gospel. The second half, chapters 4 through 6, is kind of our response as believers to the gospel message. And chapter 5, where our passage is from, Apostle Paul gives three exhortations in ways that a believer should walk. So he says first to walk in love, then he says to walk in the light, and lastly he says to walk in wisdom. So what does walking in wisdom look like? Well, in verse 16, the first point of my sermon is to make the best use of the time. Now the key word here, the best use of the time, is actually the time. So Apostle Paul here is not using the Greek word for time, talking about the chronological time. So he's not talking about seconds, minutes, hours, or days. But when he's talking about the time, he's actually talking about a set amount of time, or appointed time, or a season of time. So he's saying make the best use of a set amount of time. Psalm chapter 90, verse 12, one of my favorite verses says this. So teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. What is the psalmist saying here? The psalmist is saying, wisdom is understood. I don't know if you guys are like me. Because you're starting to really anticipate and plan all the things you want to do. Why do we do that? Why do we plan so carefully? Why do we think about every little thing we're going to do? Why? Because on vacation, your days are numbered. What do we do? We plan. Uh, You know, Garen and Cynthia recently came back from Austin, like literally yesterday night, I think. Um, And I was talking to Garen before he left about Austin because I recently went when I was checking out a school program. And he was saying, like, I'm going to go to this barbecue, this barbecue. I don't have time for this barbecue. I'm going to watch this show. I'm going to go to this restaurant, visit this. And he was like, oh, how was that? Why? Isn't that the wise thing to do? You only have a set amount of time. So what are you going to do? You're going to make the best. Heaven is my home. And here on earth, I'm a traveler. I'm a foreigner. What that means is my days on earth is numbered. And one day I'll go back home. And so the question for you guys is, are you going to make the best use of the time that God has given you? Now, this is a topic that we don't like hearing because it's uncomfortable. We don't like hearing that I have a set amount of days here on earth. Um, I remember when Pastor Chris sent his video update, I was very shaken. When he said, the doctors told him, I think it went from like, you could have died to you should have died. And it's like, you died. Right? Like, I was like, oh my gosh. It really shook me. You know why? Because from the outside, Pastor Chris looks really healthy. And this is the thought I had. Man, I saw him that Sunday before eating tacos. 
You know? Imagine the week after. It's like he's passed away. And it's scary because he looks healthy, you know? And so I understand this is uncomfortable for us. But walking in wisdom is making the best use of the time. So what does that look like? Embarrassingly, I wish I could tell you guys I have it all figured out. In fact, when I started summer break, the very first week, I did nothing. Okay? I was really, really busy. And all of a sudden, I was given a lot of free time. And what did I do? I watched Netflix all day. And I binge-watched an entire season of a Korean drama. Right? Um, they really get you, man. <laughs> you get so invested in these characters. Like, I need to know what happens. Right? So I wasn't making the best use of the time. But that phrase was actually going around in my head a lot, especially after Pastor Mike said on, are you going to create or are you going to consume? And so what did I do? I was like, this is not the best use of the time. So I decided, what is God calling me to do? So I don't want to give specifics, only because I believe God is calling all of us to different things. He's placed different unique desires and callings in your life. And so the things that I've been doing this summer is not really applicable to you. Pastor Chris just came up here and shared like 20 things that our church is doing, right? And Lorraine also shared what's happening with the homeless outreach. My exhortation to you is get involved. What are you, what are you waiting for? See, making the best use of time is not waiting around for something to happen. Do it. This is, in this season, I've learned to do it, really. When God places something in my heart, I do it. As I was preparing this, I was like, oh... What are some things we need to do? And, you know, again, there's many things. But one thing that, uh, some of the things that God has put in my heart is this. I don't know, maybe some of you need to reconcile with somebody. Do it. If God has placed that in your heart, your time is short, their time is short. We're only here on this earth for some time. Maybe you have a coworker, a friend, a family member who does not know God. Do it. Share the gospel. The salvation belongs to the Lord, don't get me wrong, but we are called as believers to be there for them. Give generously, love, get involved at church, read the Bible, pray. Stop waiting around because our days are numbered. As I was preparing, I was also reminded of a season when I was really busy. Um, I was working full time, going to school at night, and serving as a pastor at my church. I was really, really busy. And actually, my faith really suffered. And I was reminded of the story of Mary and Martha. Martha is really busy serving the Lord, serving the Lord, serving the Lord. Looks at Mary, says, Jesus, tell Mary to help me. What does Jesus say? Looks at Martha and says, Mary has chosen the greater portion. I think for some of us here, maybe you have a family. You're very busy. You work many hours at work or you're a superstar at church. You're that at, at every event. You help set up all these things. I think maybe for you, some of us, the best use of the time is actually to sit at his feet and to remember why we're doing the things that we do. So, again, walking in wisdom is making the best use of the time. For some of us, I believe God is charging us to go for it, do it, do the things that he has placed in your heart. Let's not sit around. And for many of us also, I believe he is calling you to sit at his feet. And that's the best use of the time. The second thing that Apostle Paul says is, 
walking in wisdom. Verse 17, I love this. He says, don't be foolish, right? Like, don't be foolish and understand what the will of the Lord is. Understand what the will of the Lord is. So walking in wisdom is understanding what the will of the Lord is. Now, this is a huge topic. You could probably do a sermon series for months about what the will of the Lord is. But I want to make it very simple for many of us today. People have come up to me um, that are a little envious when they see what I do uh, at work in my career because they say, man, you have it all figured out. You really feel like you know God's will. Like, it's nice that you found your calling. Like, I've, I've heard a lot of stuff like that. They're like, oh, it's so nice that you know what you want to do. What's funny to me is that um, in my 20s, I had no idea what I wanted to do. <laughs> so when people see me now, I'm like, oh, wow, like for like 10 years, I was like, God, what do you want me to do? I went from being a pastor to working in special ed to being a pastor again, to <laughs> uh, going back to school to work in special ed again. And so how did I get here where now I feel very secure in what God has called me? How do I know I, I walk as if I know what God's will is? I'm hoping I can share a little secret with you on how I got here, and I'm hoping it makes sense scripturally. Theologians, when they talk about God's will, they talk about two different wills. One is what they call his hidden sovereign will. It's the things that are hidden from us that will always come to pass. And the second thing is what they call his revealed will of command. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29, says the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Psalm, you know, now some of us are struggling with sexual immorality or in sin. His will for you is to be a lot of these people. There we met a pastor, one of the most like love, you know, like, you know when you make a caricature of like somebody who's a street evangelist, like he's 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 like so loving, right? He's so he was a former drug addict, and he really walks with people, like through the process. He's discipled them, given them jobs. How come people don't go? All right, I just started going for it. I just started living it out, and that's where I ended up. Where I now I'm, you know, pursuing a PhD. So pray for me, please. Um, so walking in wisdom is understanding what the Lord's will is. Coming to an end, this whole time, doesn't it feel like everything I just shared, the, the world is telling you to do differently? I feel like the world is telling me, the first thing you should do is not read your Bible, it should be to go on Instagram, right? The first thing you should do when you get up is to watch Netflix all day. Enjoy your free time, right? And not only that, I also feel like, you know, I was reading um, one of my favorite authors, Chris Fukunaga, his book, right? <laughs> In his book, there was a line that resonated with me so much. And he said this. It was, he's actually read it for us in service too. But it was this. In the postmodern culture today, there's one verse in the Bible that really like, signifies all of postmodern culture culture and it was the people everybody did as they saw fit everybody did as they saw fit he's like this is our culture today and i was like yes right i'm like reading yeah see the world is telling me to waste my time and not only that but you know what the world is telling me they're telling me to do what makes me happy right they're like 
hey, man, pursue the things that make you happy. If I could be honest with you guys, living out the Bible is not really the happiest thing for me. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but picking up my cross every day to follow him does not, is not my definition of happy, right? I find a lot of joy in it. But the world is telling me to live a certain way, but we are called to live another way. So how do we do this? How do I walk in wisdom during these evil times? Well, Colossians chapter 2, verses 2 to 3 says this. Which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge? So how do I walk in wisdom? Well, Colossians says, in Christ are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. For us to even begin walking in wisdom in this evil time, we need to first be in Christ. For some of us here, that means we need to accept Jesus into our hearts as Lord and Savior. That's the beginning of walking in wisdom. For others of us who are professing believers, what that means is you need to stop looking to the world to tell you what wisdom looks like. And you have to start looking in Christ. Now, in fact, to take it even further, the word says this. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. So what we call wisdom the world calls foolishness. So we have to stop looking to the world to tell us how to live our lives. But we have to look to Christ, to Jesus, for he, in him, is all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So my encouragement to you guys today is let's walk in wisdom. Let's leave here as believers, first, making the best use of the time, and secondly, Let's understand what the Lord's will is for us in Christ, in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Uh, Let's pray. God, I just thank you. Um, Thank you so much for teaching us your word. I pray that as believers we would walk in wisdom, that we would leave here making the best use of the time and understanding what, your Lord, what the Lord's will is because the days are evil. We thank you, Lord, and in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Kevin, uh, for that encouraging word. Wasn't that awesome, you guys, just to, to hear how God is working through Kevin's life to encourage us. And one of the things that came to mind as uh, Kevin was sharing the word with us is... Um, the same apostle serving the Lord in your life right now is simply to say, you know, I'm going to have some urgency. I'm going to do the good and just choose this day to not walk as the unwise, but to walk as wise, knowing that, and I can speak to this personally, uh, you don't know how much time you have, right? And the days around us are certainly evil. And so will you live, Christian? Will you live, church? with a sense of urgency. I think that's what the Lord is looking for so many of us. And I think if you do, you're going to find life and goodness. And the Lord's going to use you in a powerful way. Worship team is going to close us in a time of worship. Let's all stand together.